Who's got some self-help fatigue? Little bit or a whole lot of ambition overdrive? How about some medicine? How about some deep clarity? How about keeping it real on your spiritual path? I'm Danielle Laporte, and this is With Love, Danielle. Hello, my loves. Do you know that there's actually an upside to denial? We're going to get into that today. Just one good use, one fantastic application of being in denial. And then there's this, which I think is really the most potentially healing offering in my book, How to Be Loving. Lean in for this one. You do not need to focus on fixing yourself. You don't need to focus on fixing yourself. When we focus on just living from our heart center, on living from love, then anything that's not in alignment with that frequency is going to melt away. So today we're going to talk about the power of always seeing the beauty. You do not need to fix yourself. What you're in for is actually chapter 31, an excerpt of my audiobook, How to Be Loving. If you are here for this ride on this podcast with me, which I am so grateful for, and this is working for you in any way, any sonic wave that I've ever offered that has been some form of insight, comfort, or medicine, you're going to want to go get yourself the How to Be Loving book, six hours of this kind of connection. So here we go. Let's talk about focusing forward as strong minds do. Focusing on celebrating rather than critiquing. Why? Because we're all in need of more loving kindness. And when that flows, anything that's out of sorts is naturally going to come into balance, which is really what happens when we move into loving. How to be loving as your heart is breaking open and our world is waking up. I'm so glad you're here. Chapter 31. Last chapter. Our final stretch, at least for now. Focus forward. Always be seeing the beauty. Sweeping with light. Begin to focus on the beauty of any situation and you know what will happen? Some ugliness and chaos are going to show up for your attention, like moths to a soul flame. Relax into peace and you know what you can expect? The mind noise will get more shrill. When you commit to continuously choosing joy, yep, old sorrows will surface. The swing between higher states of being and old memories, it's a cycle of purification. This is how thorough progress actually happens. That pendulum of awareness sweeps between our luminosity and our density. We are being trained to become more steady in our heart. And it can be wearisome, for sure. But eventually, we'll have swept out enough closeted skeletons and energy blocks that we'll find some calm. And in this cleaner space, 
the reactivity of the subconscious won't be as extreme. There's less sweeping, there's less weeping, and there's more inner peace. When we open ourselves to higher guidance, the light shows us what needs more love and care. And as we do the loving, we begin to stabilize in a higher vibration. As I deepened in my own heart-centered practices, I was shocked by what started to surface in my being. Boatloads of fear. I'd always thought of myself as a brave person, bold even, but as I surrendered my life more to God, these really intense fears of trial and tribulation presented themselves to me. Would I be asked to sacrifice everything? Would suffering be my qualification for peace? Was I avoiding suffering or delaying joy? Was avoiding suffering going to compound the suffering? Was this all just a test to choose peace? The more I prayed to have my fears removed, the more fears lined up in front of me to be blessed. This was the revelation that there was a battle going on within me. This process went on for a few years. It marked the ending of a lifelong-held misperception that the holy existed outside of my human self. Of course, nothing could be further from the truth. I was meditating, studying, actively looking for and finding the good in everyone. I was becoming more adept at accepting whatever challenge or more obvious blessing was showing up in my body, in my life, in the world. I was feeling so incredibly held by the infinite. And then, like a flash flood comes in, I'd feel guilty just for existing. I'd have transcendental experiences of being connected to other people, to trees, to the Great Mother, and then indescribable fears, fears of annihilation and loneliness. They would just plow through me with, within moments sometimes. The heightened states weren't manic. I was making very real, irreversible progress toward my truer nature. But with every move toward oneness awareness, another demon that I had been trying to cast out showed up for some severance pay. They appeared in the form of fear, a toxic thought, or a painful physical flare-up. Eventually, like a good mother would do, I invited all of those outcasts to come inside. They were my creations, after all. My creations. I made them. I would take them back. Kindly. And with that steady caring, the battle steadily came to an end. Loving kindness is revolutionary. Loving kindness is evolutionary. The upside of denial. The only good use of denial is to deny the darkness any power over you. 
When you're overflowing with loving awareness, you seal off access points to negativity. We don't ignore the existence of dark energy and oppositional force. We don't act like the world is in balance when it's clearly askew. We see the intruder, and then we choose to focus on what protects us. There's no need to go near the toxic substances. We don't need to engage with them. We just keep moving in the direction of sanity and wellness. And anything that's trying to feed on us will either wither away or go elsewhere. Fear feeds on fear. Darkness wants you scared. Love wants you to know that you are protected by love. I am love. That's that. I work for the light. That's that. I only take orders from the divine power. And that's that. On purpose. How phenomenal would it be to organize our societies and commerce based on principles of loving-kindness? It would be phenomenally purposeful. Wouldn't it be amazing if teens could go to their high school guidance counselor or parents and say, I want a career that's compassionate, or I'm aiming for a dynamic future in morality and human connection. In so many cases, educational systems are set up to promote greed in the guise of helping young adults, quote, fulfill their dreams. If our big dreams were filled with love-centered strategies, then we wouldn't have to cycle back in our late 40s to make a more meaningful life. Love is your purpose. Love is your purpose. And your unique offering is your calling. It begins with love, and then comes your calling. So first, focus on the virtues you want to embody. And then your expression in the world then it comes into focus. The virtue is the horse that pulls the cart of your personal expression. We can get so spun out looking in so many directions for our unique life purpose, for our special dharma, when really our purpose is to express the love that we are made of. And that can be expressed in so many ways. As we set our intention to live compassionately, or to radiate loving-kindness, those energy frequencies will pour into us, and then a more formed expression will begin to take shape. Virtues are the function, and your lifestyle is the form. The point of love. Dancers stay balanced by fixing their eyes on a focal point. A steady intention allows for optimal flexibility. In the waves of change, let the light of your heart be the focal point. Your heart will notice what we all have in common. Focus on that. Your heart will show you a more beautiful vision of the future. Focus on that. Your heart will show you what to be grateful for. Focus on that. We do not need to focus on fixing ourselves. As we focus on living from our heart center from love, anything that's not in alignment with that light 
will fall away. I want to say this 108 times. We do not need to focus on fixing ourselves. Focus on living from your heart, on living from the love that you are, and anything that is not that, that is not light, it just falls away. You are not in need of more judgment or more fault-finding. Stop looking for reasons that you're less than acceptable. Focus on celebrating rather than critiquing. We are all in need of more loving-kindness. And when that flows, anything that's out of sorts will naturally come into balance. What we focus on grows. Focus on love at all times. How will you know if what you're focused on is truly aligned with love or right action? You'll know, and if you get it wrong, you can course correct and you'll be the wiser for it. It's all grist for grace. But just to be clear, right action stems from inclusiveness. Right action considers the potential benefit or harm to all beings, ourselves included. There's no need for martyrdom in your world service. Your happiness and health can benefit the collective. Your prosperity and protection are good for our community. Here's a simple guiding question to ask yourself and others every day. How can all beings be happy and free? How can all beings be happy and free? This fits with Immanuel Kant's moral philosophy. Act as if the maxims of your action were to become, through your will, a universal law of nature. That's a bit of pressure, but it's just another take on the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have others do unto you which leads us into the unified field of love, where we understand that the other is also me. The beautiful now. Here's some St. Francis of Assisi. It was easy to love God in all that was beautiful. The lessons of deeper knowledge, though, instructed me to embrace God in all things. The most common counsel that I have been given by great teachers essentially boils down to this. Leave the past where it is. In the past, a strong mind focuses forward. Now let's raise that even higher. A strong mind focuses forward by seeing the beauty in the situation. Always be seeing the beauty. Always be seeing the beauty. Allow me to point to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 13. Everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes light. When you find the beauty in the ugly, you change the ugly into the beautiful. This is deep light work, and it will require diligence. 
the people or situations that repulse you, create a loving thought. Can you find one beautiful aspect of what you're going through? Maybe it's that you're slowing down, or that you're more in touch with your body, or that you're learning how loved you are. Maybe it's just that you're noticing the trees in a way that you never have. The thoughts that spot the reason to be upset or repulsed, those are the thought forms that we want to switch. Focus on the sweet and the bittersweet. There's always light in the darkness. Mine for it. Exalt, glorify, elevate, rejoice. Exalt the beauty in all. This isn't always straightforward, but it's reliably alchemizing. When you identify the beautiful and the ugly, what appeared as undesirable is now transformed into something that belongs. You've realized love. And from here, we create a more beautiful future. Peace. Peace today. Peace in chaos. During the most sweeping upheaval in centuries, peace when we all seem so polarized? Yes, yes, of course. We are here to be the divine counterbalance. Light warriorship isn't as much about fighting off the darkness as it is about focusing on love while ignorance tries to distract us. Peace may not seem as profitable or glamorous as what social gains seem to offer. But as our bucket list starts to leak, the yearning for peace gets prioritized. Please continue to heal. Keep giving your most tender self the love that it's requesting every day. Loving kindness is the healing methodology that we're all looking for. If you're inclined, include all sentient beings in your vision of happiness and health, then back it up with action. Point your requests for guidance to higher sources, to your soul and the source that holds your soul. If we give up our attachments to timing, then we can trust the inevitability of our healing. And if we stop judging what we've made of ourselves, we'll make better lives with more love. Hopelessness feeds the purveyors of division and doom. Don't go there. Faith is fueled by community. Look in the eyes of the person or the animal next to you with the intention to see their light and you'll find it everywhere. Let's stick together and hold hands every step of the way. Always with love, Danielle. P.S. Can you see the sky from where you are right now? If not, just close your eyes and imagine that stratospheric dome of light blue arching over you. You with me? I was sitting on a park bench with my man. We were in front of the ocean right after a big rain. It was like the heavens just exhaled after a great conversation. And the moment lent itself to a philosophical question. And my man, Will, 
He pondered. I wonder how we're really supposed to spend our time in life. I think he was asking the sky, but I was preparing my best possible answer. I thought about all of us tapping our daily plans into an app, spending time, taking time, making time. I thought of the temple monks that I heard in India, chanting for the cessation of our suffering. They were surfing the illusion of time. And then I wondered, how would the sky relate to time? If you're limitless, why bother to measure anything? So I asked Will, can you conceive of being as big as the sky? Like your true nature and heart being this vast? His response was characteristically modest. But I'm just a speck, he said. Well, I think you're spectacular. <laughs> and we laughed. And then we made out, which was the perfect segue to my best possible answer. I think we're all here to figure out how to be loving, I offered. You know, just really give her. He agreed. May we all be so blessed. Our work is not so much to dissolve the ego as it is to help it calm down. And this, by the way, is one of the things that we work on in my heart-centered membership. We are using tools of reflection and contemplation and the high-hearted conversation to dissolve all those illusions of separateness. The heart-centered membership is really a, I like to think of it as a refuge. We meet every other week for a heart-to-heart -heart class. If you can't be there live, you get the recording. If you are interested in going deeper in a conscious community, you head to daniellelaporte.com slash heartcentered. Thank you so much for listening, for feeling, for spreading the word with love. <laughs>